Welcome to Swanglinese, the only podcast talking the language of business here in the Middle East. Your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Andermo, give you their own insights, as well as interviewing business leaders in the region to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. Barry, Oscar, let's talk Swanglinese. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Swanglinese. And I'm sitting here with a fellow Swede that is visiting in Dubai. His name is Aaron, and I'm really excited about this interview because he has a very interesting story. So welcome, Aaron. Thank you very much. Good to be here. <laughs> so why are you in Dubai, first of all? Uh, I'm in Dubai because tomorrow I'm doing the, the Wings for Life World Run Race. Yeah. So it's a running competition, and yeah. I, I won it last year in Sweden. And then yeah. you get to choose if you want to go to a different location the next year, and the, the, the organization will pay for it. Yeah, yeah. So and that's why we're here this, oh, this so year. Oh, so you could pick uh, any, any Yeah, location. I mean, they have races like in Japan and oh, okay. in, in the States and like all over the globe. So yeah. I decided to come here. I thought the did, weather would be good. and the conditions Did, did, would be did nice. you know how hot it would be when you picked Dubai? <laughs> I thought it would be like around 30 degrees. But yeah. I mean, the forecast for tomorrow says more than more like... 42 or something yeah, like that. So it's yeah. it's going to be super warm, but yeah. I, I like the heat, so I, okay, hopefully excellent. it should be fine. Okay. So, yeah, tell us your story because you, yeah, tell us what happened. When you know, if, if you go yeah. back to my childhood, basically, you know, I, I got cancer at the age of seven. Mm. So I, at, at my eighth birthday, I actually had my first round of chemotherapy. So mm. it, it was a really tough time and the cancer was in my lower back. And eventually, after about a year of treatment, you know, they couldn't cure the cancer, so mm. I had to take it out with surgery. Mm. So I had this really, really massive, like, 12-hour surgery when I was nine years old. And that surgery caught a lot of nerves going down to my legs, so I ended up in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's basically my story when I was a kid. And then I, like, my, my way back to life was mm. basically for sports. Mm. I did, like, track. I did... You know, athletics, uh, re, uh, sailing. Uh, I did the hockey and mm. a lot of different sports. Mm. So that was basically, basically kind of y- my way. Your back. way back. Yeah. Okay. So, so how did you like when you realized, like, okay, I'm never gonna move again, and then getting into sport? What, what was that journey like? You know, I, I really loved to play football or soccer be, mm. before I, I got cancer. Mm. That was my like big thing, mm. and uh, realizing I couldn't do that, you know, that was that was really tough. Mm. But at the same time, I I could see that you know other people did sports in wheelchairs, mm. and I figured okay, I can't play football, so I'll try something else. Mm-hmm. And so then, some role models. That, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I saw the Paralympics on TV, and I mm. thought it looked really cool. So I figured, what the heck? I mean, why not? I, <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah. try. Yeah. So yeah. I, I started doing more and more, and I kind of fell in love with it. Yeah. And w- what sport did you do the most at that time? Uh, wheelchair racing. Okay. So basically, like 100 meters up to the marathon. Uh huh. So all different kind of events, you know, yeah. on the track. And did you compete like in the Paralympics? Yeah, I, I yeah. for I did four Paralympics. So yeah. I did two in sledge hockey, one in sailing, and then in Beijing in 08, I I did athletics. So oh, I did okay. the marathon there. Okay. Okay. So that was that was really cool. <laughs> Excellent. And now I know you're a speaker in Sweden and you do a lot of different adventures. Yeah, I mean, so I, the story basically there, I, I was going for the Paralympics in London 2012 mm. and then I got some trouble with my right hip and it needed surgery. And that surgery kind of, I, I lost a lot of movement in my hip, uh-huh. which, which, have, which forced me to, to stop doing athletics. Mm. And then I figured, okay, what do I do now? And, yeah. and during that time, one of my friends challenged me to, to climb Mount Kebenekaise, which mm. is the highest mountain in Sweden. Yeah. 
So I did that as the first person ever in a wheelchair. Wow. And you know, it's all over the media and it was, yeah. it was a super cool experience. Yeah. So I figured, you know, this was fun, you know, yeah. maybe I should be an adventurer. Yeah. So, so is that what it says on your business card now? Adventurer? Yeah, yeah. Adventurer and motivational speaker. Yeah, that's so. great. Yeah. So, so, so when you climb on Kevin Kaiser, could you go with a wheelchair all the way to the top? No, or? I mean, <laughs> the wheelchair worked for like 100 meters. Yeah. And I, I just crutches a little bit. I kind of crawled and I pulled myself up on my arms. And it's, it was really tough. <laughs> but, but I mean, the feeling yeah. sitting up there on the top in my wheelchair, kind of thinking back to when I was yeah. nine years old, I had surgery for cancer, ended up in a wheelchair. And today I'm sitting at the top of Sweden. Yeah, that, that was an amazing yeah, experience. I can imagine, yeah. And cool. since then, you've done a couple of other peaks, right? You did yeah, Kilimanjaro. I've, I've did Kilimanjaro a few few months back, yeah. and then I did Galdapigen, which is the highest one in Norway. Uh -huh. And I did some other small mountains and stuff, and okay. some cliffs. And yeah, I do I do a lot of things. Not yeah. only mountains, yeah. I swim, and I do like biking races. Yeah, and yeah I do a lot of fun. You're things. an adventurer, so yeah, that's part of it, I guess. What What was the toughest adventure that? That you've done like physically you know, and mentally last year i swam from sweden to finland <laughs> yeah i saw this in the media yeah that was that was super hard yeah yeah the the most difficult thing about it was the cold mm. you know the water was like 14 degrees mm. and i mean i was wearing a wetsuit but still the, it was super cold mm. and battling that cold you know the mental kind of battle mm. with the cold mm. for 13 hours straight mm. that was Super challenging. Mm -hmm. So, doing this challenging is these times was really really tough and hard. Mm. What what pushes you to to go forward? Like, okay, I'm, I need to finish this. You know? you know, I got a lot of mental strategies to kind of help me mm. push forward when it's when the going gets tough. But first of all, I would say you know I have a really strong purpose with the things I do. Mm. You know, I have the strong will to to mm. see if it's possible mm. to kind of push to the limits to see yeah. for what's possible. And then I also do a lot of my adventures to raise money for, for charity. Yeah. And my favorite charity is the Childhood Cancer Foundation yeah. in Sweden. So like last yeah. year I raised about 300,000 euros for them. Mm. So and that's a nice motivator yeah, because I mean, you've been there yourself. I, and I remember swimming, yeah. swimming, yeah. <laughs> doing like it was like in the middle of the swim. I've been going for like five or six hours and it started to get really hard. Mm. I was so cold, you know, I had cramps. My, muscles were hurting and the waves started mm. to become really big so it was like you know one and a half meter waves and it was super tough mm. and at that point you know i i remembered myself why i why i did try to really remind mm. you, you know i'm doing this to raise money mm. Mm. and if i make it you know i could raise a lot of money mm. but if i if i stop halfway mm. you know the headlines will not be yeah i'm not going to yeah. raise a lot of money yeah, no, yeah. and and that money could actually save lives yeah and that became a really strong yeah, motivator. That's and, really nice. And I so, think yeah. if you have like problems with motivation, I think doing things for yeah. other people yeah. it really gives you an, it gives you an yeah. extra drive. Yeah. So the, the for those of those of the listeners on our podcast is mainly business people that yeah, are cool. entrepreneurs. So I think uh, there's some really nice metaphors. Yeah. If you have your own business, to have a bigger something bigger that yeah, goes yeah. growing, you contribute. I mean, helping uh, other people. Exactly. I run my own business as well, mm. and. That that's one of the things that are really you know giving me energy to run mm. my business yeah. is the the thing that I raise money for yeah. a good cause. Not yeah. only you know putting my money in my own bank account, <laughs> yeah. but doing yeah. something something yeah. good. Yeah, no, that's uh, I think that's something that uh, all of us can, can learn from. That 
it's not a, when you make the profits to, to contribute to, to give money to charity and yeah. then the more money you make the more people you help basically so, exactly yeah. uh, and I was also thinking when you were sitting on the top of the mountain in, yeah. in Sweden the highest mountain in Sweden and thinking back of all the the struggles and all the setbacks and uh, you know sitting there yeah. celebrating I think that's also a nice metaphor for, for your own business because you know how it is, you know, it's not easy, you have ups and downs yeah. and then sometimes you need to celebrate and think back about yeah, those, yeah. those struggling times. Yeah, I mean, life is about <laughs> overcoming obstacles. Yeah, yeah. You know, if we want to reach our goals, there's a lot of obstacles we, yeah. we have to, we'll, we'll be facing, we have yeah. to go through them, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I think that's something that I really learned from, from having cancer is yeah. to kind of have a little bit more perspective on my situation. Yeah. You know, when I'm facing some tough times in my business or on an adventure or whatever, you know, I like to kind of zoom out, yeah. zoom out to the situation to okay. see, where, is, is it really that, that, that bad? Mm. Or mm. I'm like, oh, probably not. I live in Sweden. Mm. It's a good yeah. country. You know, I have food on the table. Yeah, I have yeah. money in the bank. I mean, fuck yeah. it. <laughs> it's, like, it's good. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I, I can keep going. Yeah. You know, I don't have to like lay on the couch crying. Yeah, yeah. I, I can go a little bit more. Yeah. And do the best with what you have. No? Exactly. I mean, it's yeah. like when we, when I swam across the ocean, yeah. you know, my, my mom, she was on the support boat. Okay. And I mean, she was there to kind of help me, give me drinks and power mm. bars and stuff. And I mean, it, she did really good, great for like an hour. Mm. And after that, she was seasick as it's crazy you know okay. she, her, her face was just green mm. and she was kind of hanging out on the outside of the boat kind of puking it was, it was really really bad mm. and you know that became perspective for me when I was mm. swimming because you know I was swimming there and you and knew that she, she was bad yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew that she was doing really bad yeah. and I and I, mean, I can hear her I gotta from, go faster you know yeah I can hear her from from the boat you know sitting there with a big bucket kind of screaming like I want to die <laughs> and and I was like thinking okay Aaron do you want to switch places with mom right uh, now and I'm like no 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 this is much better <laughs> I can keep going you know yeah. I can keep going yeah so having perspectives yeah and, I mean uh, that, that's like a perspective for me with with her yeah, yeah. and I you know I, I talked to my cousin about that a yeah. few weeks ago and he, she, he works as a management consultant. And mm. I mean, he, he's got a lot of tricky cases and a lot of things <laughs> go really wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As they do in business. Yeah, yeah, yeah as they do in business. And, and then he says when, when he comes back from, from, from work or comes home after a really, really shitty day, yeah. he likes to turn on Google Earth uh -huh. and, you know, zoom down to Italy to the kind of small island where, you know, the cruise ship, ship Costa Concordia is, uh -huh. where when it kind of capsized. And he, he zooms in there, and you can actually see the chip on mm. Google Earth. Mm -hmm. These and guys it, have it. Uh, yeah, and he says to himself, okay, this has been a good day, because I haven't fucked up so bad you can see it on Google Earth. <laughs> you know, this is a good oh, day. That's a nice way of putting perspective to yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a really, yeah, really, really good way. And I mean, I, yeah, I think... No, but that's, the, I mean, this gratefulness, like, if you're listening to this podcast, it means that you have a, a smartphone, it means that you probably live in... A, Dubai or you know so there's yeah, so many things to be grateful for you know? well exactly yeah so you could have it so much worse and I, I you shouldn't settle because mm. yeah. that's boring yeah yeah go for the but, but it's yeah. it's good to remind yourself when, it, yeah. when the going gets yeah. hard you know yeah. so your your tough times when you grow up actually becomes your strength now because you know I'm actually yeah. prepping a TEDx talk for next week okay nice and that will be one of my oh, my main topics yeah, yeah to talk about you know how can we how can we learn yeah. how can we turn our hard times into into you know an advantage yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of a, something yeah. you know to 
Stop I, us? I, I follow you on Instagram and I, I'm a, I love skiing. Skiing is yeah, one of my cool. passions. And I, I saw that you were when you were skiing in Chamonix. Yeah. In the sit ski, uh, you were skiing powder. Yeah. I was really impressed by that. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah. I I haven't really been a lo doing a lot of powder skiing yeah. before. Maybe explain what a sit ski is first for the listeners. Yeah. Uh, basically, I. I sit on this <laughs> chair, you could say, yeah, yeah. and there's one ski underneath me, and then I have kind of small skis on on poles and my in my hands yeah, yeah. to kind of keep the balance. Yeah. And so you ski on one, one ski basically, and it works, works really really good. Mm, yeah, so yeah. I was down in Chamonix a few weeks back to mm. to meet guides and stuff for for our climb on Mont Blanc this summer. Mm. Oh, you're climbing Mont Blanc. Yeah, the, yeah, that's that's the goal for the summer. Okay, excellent. So, uh, and then we did like two days of skiing and the powder yeah. skiing, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, it was you really know, nice to see. Yeah. So, so much fun. Yeah, Love well, I love powder skiing, but it's the first time that I've seen a sit ski, skiing oh, powder, yeah. so it looks really, really cool actually. Yeah, no, it's an amazing feel. I, I, yeah. I really want to go back next year and, yeah. and stay there for like, like a month and just, <laughs> just go, 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 go. If there's any, like, if you look at the future, what's what's next for you? What's more mountains or more yeah, oceans I mean, to swim? Like this summer I'm what's doing... What's the dream adventures? Uh, this summer I'm doing Mont Blanc. Mm. And then in the end of the summer I got the Ironman okay. back in Sweden. Uh -huh. You know, the Ironman triathlon. And then we have this really, really big dream project coming up. Yeah. But it's still a little bit of a secret. So okay. I, I can't really yeah, so, tell you. So but I will, I'll be doing it late in... In, in late uh, later this year, I mean, okay. like November, December this year. Yeah. Okay, so excellent. Yeah, really super cool. So you can you all follow me follow on Instagram. Follow on Instagram, it. and then <laughs> it's interesting to. So I recommend everyone to follow him on Instagram. It's interesting to follow to see your adventures. Yeah, you know, yeah. Right? I'm following me. I'm I'm at, yeah. I'm at, at Aaron Anderson. Yeah, at uh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sometimes when you feel uh, when you feel lazy and when you feel like ah, you know. Then you go to Aaron's Instagram account and set some bigger goals. And, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. Push yourself too. <laughs> so, so really uh, nice. in an average day in your life, like what habits do you have to like keep you fit, to keep you motivated, keep you going? Yeah. Daily habits. One of my habits that I've kind of gotten more interested in lately is that to do things as late as possible. Because mm -hmm. then I need to do them. Mm -hmm. You know, like a few years back, when I'm, I'm really, really bad at packing, mm -hmm. you know, when going mm -hmm. on a trip. So a few, few years back when I was, oh, that's a room service. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, uh, a few years back when I was like going traveling, you mm -hmm. know, I was really bad at packing. And I started packing like three days before. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, like, it took me like six hours to pack. Uh, uh, uh. And now when I when I go to a trip, you know, I pack the vital things, the things that I really mm. need to, to do the sport, to do, do whatever, you know, uh -huh. in advance. But the, all the other stuff I try to pack as late as possible. Because, uh -huh. ah, okay, so I mean, things will take as mm. much time as you give it. Mm. Yeah. You know, it, it will allocate the, the time. Mm. Yeah, and so put some deadlines, to, uh, basically, to put some deadlines in your uh, life. Yeah. yeah. Or not, not really put deadlines, put, mm. put deadlines that you can't miss. Yeah. All right, thank you. So yeah, put, put up things that, that you, you can't miss them. You, mm. you need to do them. Mm. Like mm. when going on a trip, if you start packing one hour before you're going mm. to the taxi to go to the airport, mm. you have to have it done in mm. another one hour. Mm. You, can't, you can't give it more time. Yeah, and yeah. then you get it done. Yeah, yeah, but if yeah, you have four hours to do the packing, it yeah, will take four yeah, hours. Yeah. The same thing like if you're saying you sign up for an Ironman, then you better start exercising because that Ironman is coming, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it makes it inevitable. Uh, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. I think deadlines and, and like like musts mm. are good in mm. life yeah. to have, yeah. and, cool. and and other things, you know, I 
Uh, what more? I was gonna say something, but <laughs> something I, I really just smart, forgot probably. it. Yeah, it, it was they, super smart. <laughs> yes, because the food came, you know. Yeah, but, oh, distracting. <laughs> okay, any any last like final advice for our listeners, like uh, you know these entrepreneurs out there doing their thing? What what's what would you what advice would you give? You to know, them? I think we all pretty much know what we need to do in life, mm. but we just need to be pushed kind mm. of towards that. Like sometimes you can push yourself. Mm. To, to do that scary thing that you know on the inside that you need to do. Mm. But sometimes you need somebody else to push it, to mm. push you out of it, out, kind of out your comfort zone. And, you know, I, I could end this podcast by telling, telling a story, actually. Yep. When, I was, when I was nine, you know, I had the surgery for cancer and mm. I, I couldn't, couldn't sit down for an entire year after the surgery. So that was, that was a pretty rough time. Yeah, for, first, you know, I couldn't really use my legs, and then I couldn't sit down. No. So, so it, it was really tough. You know, I was kind of walking a little bit with this kind of stroller, you call it stroller, uh, roller? Uh, do you, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I think it's called yeah. a walker. I, uh, that's a walker. Yeah, walker. yeah I was yeah. walking with this walker thing, and it was really slow, really, really horrible. Mm. You were either lying down or walking with no, this? No, walking with this thing or lying down, like yeah. you, you kind of in a big... Kind of baby stroller, like yeah. my kid, my mom and dad was pushing me around. Mm. It, was, it was a tough time. Yeah. And by the end of this year, I could sit down. But yeah. th that feeling was amazing to be able to sit down yeah. for the first time yeah. in a year. It was, it was incredible. But when, when I could sit down again, my, my mom found this kind of rehab camp for, for disabled children yeah. in the Canary Islands. Mm -hmm. So she figured we go there, we get some sun, you know, do some rehab. Mm. That'd, be, that'd be awesome. So, so we get down there. And at this point, I was, I was really scared mm -hmm. about ending up in a wheelchair because mm. I've seen a lot of kids in the wheelchair in, in the hospital mm. and they all look kind of depressed mm -hmm. and mm. not really high on energy mm. or not mm. really liking their mm. situation, you know, they, they look really disabled. Mm. So I was really scared of ending up in a wheelchair and I was pretty scared, you know, going mm. down to this trip with all the kids in wheelchairs. And when we get down there, I... I, we're walking towards this bus that's taking us to the hotel. Mm. And by the bus, I, I see this, this woman sitting in a wheelchair and kind of, you know, marking the names of people coming. And she's happy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my brain is like, error. This is not possible. So eventually we, we get up to her and I, you know, so I'm like, hey, hey, I'm Aaron. And she's like, oh, hello, I'm Pia. You know, and I'm getting on this bus and saying to myself, look, I'm, I'm going to look free, through Pia. She's just faking. Mm. She's just faking, you know, to make all the other disabled mm. kids more happy, you know, because if you're in a wheelchair, you can't she be can't happy. Me, yeah. And the first day on, on camp, I'm, I'm going down to, like, the tennis courts on the hotel because mm. we're doing the rehab there. So I'm going down there, and, like, I'm almost down there, and I heard this kind of voice behind me saying, hello, or good morning, how are you? So I look around, and who do you think it is? Mm. Pia, of course. And she's even more happy today. And I'm like, fuck, what is this? So I, I talked to her for a little bit, and then she's like, Aaron, you should try my wheelchair. It's a lot better than the walker thing. Yeah. And, you know, I'm super scared. Yeah. So I tried to walk away as quickly as possible. I'm, I'm walking with her really slowly. It's super hard to walk with this thing. But she's smart. She, she understands that I'm, you know, I'm super scared. Yeah. I'm super scared of it ending up in a wheelchair yeah. and becoming disabled and people looking strange yeah. at you, you know. Yeah. And eventually she, she pushes me in anyway. She says, like, Aaron, now you're trying my wheelchair. And she's, like, forcing me to try it. Mm. I'm like, okay. So I, 
I sit in the wheelchair and I tell her, okay, okay, only one minute, and then I want my walker back. And she's like, fine, one minute, no problem. Mm-hmm. And I, I start rolling and you know, taking a, doing a few pushes in this chair. I'm like, wow, shit, this is amazing. I can mm-hmm. see why they're happy. <laughs> you know, the feeling, just getting in this chair and pushing, you can go really fast, and it's super easy. That, you know, that, that thing changed my life. Yeah, yeah, nice. And I think we all need a Pia in our yeah. life. Mm-hmm. We all need somebody like her to sometimes push us when we're yeah. scared. Yeah. You know, to push us to do the next move in your business, yeah. to take the next step, you know, to yeah. launch a new product or to, yeah, yeah whatever yeah. you're doing, hire more people or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, to do this that pushes step. you, a yeah. model that uh, pushes you. Yeah. Because I think we, Usually we all know what the next step is. Yeah, yeah. We just need the guts to do it. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes we need like a friend or you know, pay your friend <laughs> a thousand bucks and, and tell him, okay, if, if, I don't, if I don't do yeah. this, you know, you can keep the money yeah, or do yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah push yourself. Yeah. So so people can push yeah, you. That's and great. I, I think out of the comfort zone and the yeah. next level. Yeah. Push out of your comfort great. zone. Super important. Yeah. Perfect. So good luck in the race tomorrow. Well, thank you very much. And uh well, yeah, so you can follow Aaron on Instagram. Yeah, follow it's me in English. English. My yeah. Instagram is in English. You know, I've, I have Website a Website is a Swedish English or... Yeah, it's both languages. So yeah. it's aaronanderson.se. Yeah, yeah. And I have a Facebook page as well, but that's only in Swedish so far. But mm. I guess you can translate it on mm. Facebook maybe. Yeah. No, but Instagram is great. I, I yeah, follow you and cool. I awesome. see the inspiring things. So. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> that's great. Thank you so much. Great. And, uh, If you like this podcast, just subscribe and we'll have more interesting interviews lined up. Uh, Some of the top interviews in the past is uh, we interviewed the founder of Kareem, which is an Uber service here in in Dubai or a version of Uber. Uh, So check that episode out as well and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Swanglinese with your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.